This week's episode of The Swearwolves just might make your head explode. Join us as we discuss scanners. Werewolves, I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. How are you? I'm good, man. We're like two weeks away from Halloween. It is. It's like exactly two weeks. I know. Because Halloween's on a Monday. We're going to have an episode drop on Halloween. It's ridiculous. What episode are we going to have? What what, what movie are we going to discuss? Something really disappointing, I hope. Yeah. (laughs) Not scanners. Not scanners, because that's going to be in this episode. So so something two weeks from now. I don't know what it's going to be. We're going to put our thinking caps on. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Um, also, speaking of Halloween, uh, Halloween ends just yes, premiered. That's right. It just came out. We'll probably have a recap of sorts. Maybe next week or the week after. Or the week after. Maybe on Halloween. Oh, maybe, we'll yeah, do yeah, a yeah, recap. yeah. There's the money move. We're not going to do the movie. No. Like the full thing. We'll do like a recap. We'll do the same and, thing that we uh, did for Halloween 2018 and Halloween kills, where it's like kind of a spoiler free little conversation yeah, un, of unswearwolf like. Yes. We will not walk through the beats. We'll just say basically what did we like? What did we not like without giving away any plot points? Yep. And we'll give it a rating. Fuck it. Imagine if that's what we did every time our podcast would be like one fourth the length <laughs> of what it is. Yeah. And then we didn't go off on tangents. It would be like one eighth the length. That it or is. just be like, Hey, so scanners, did you like it? And be like, yep. <laughs> or nope. And like, there you go. All right. Well, if you want to contact to the werewolves. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or we have like, oh, what'd you think of this movie? And you go, eh. there's yeah. your rating. <laughs> Yeah, on a scale of mm, to meh, what'd yeah, you give to, it? <laughs> to eh, to oh yeah. I haven't seen a movie that's got me oh yeah in a long time. Really? Poor well, thing. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Yeah, I liked that one, but I'm trying to think of another one. Maybe Nope. I, I liked, liked nope. nope. I walked to that when I was like, fucking yeah, man. You know what movie I'm waiting to see is uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? Yes, I've heard that's really good. Yeah, I want to see that one. Barbarian. I've heard that's good as well. And there's another one. Oh, Pearl. Yeah, same. I still haven't seen X. I need to get on that. You should watch that. A lot of, yeah, a lot of stuff out there. We're just so busy watching bullshit all the time. You know, it makes it hard. <laughs> We're so busy watching, watching older films. fucking Rocktober that... Blood and fucking Nightmare <laughs> Weekend and shit like that. <laughs> Who well, has time to, to seek out the good ones? You know what, though? I will say this. A lot of these movies that we've been picking recently have been movies that I'm always wanted to see to watch. Yeah. Not necessarily wanted to see, but movies that... Because if I wanted to see it, I would have seen it by now. 
but movies that I was like, oh, I should, I should, probably I should see this movie. I mean, last week we did Fright Night too. Yeah. I've always been like, oh, I should probably watch that. Same. Uh, a couple weeks ago, Something Wicked This Way Comes, another one. This week, Scanners. I've always been like, I should watch Scanners. you never seen it? No. Dude, this same. Was, was, and I felt the same <laughs> way. I was like, this is a movie I feel like I definitely should have seen at some point and just never got yeah. around to it. So, I know. I feel like such yo, a fucking You suggested poser. this one. I was like, yeah, absolutely. Let's Let's do that. Um, I feel like such a poser sometimes, though, because there's movies that I haven't seen. Well, pose no more, because we've seen Scanners now. <laughs> we've arrived. Uh, before we get into Scanners, excuse me, a little bit of the burps. Mm. Sorry. What'd you eat? Peanut butter M&M's coming up. Yeah, talking back. By the way, peanut butter M&M's, best M&M ever. Ooh. They really don't need to make any other ones. Peanut M&M's, fuck off. See, I really like peanut. To me, it's a t- probably a toss-up between peanut and peanut butter. I probably would lean peanut butter, but I do like the peanut a lot. Plain M&M's can go fuck off. <laughs> See, now my son told me last night, he said peanut, bu- peanut M&M's can fuck off. Regular M&M's and peanut butter M&M's are where it's at. Ridiculous. I know. He's a little insane. He's fucking nuts. Like, whose favorite M&M is plain M&M's? Yeah. No the, ones. No, the fucking answer's squares. no ones. That's who. Uh, almond M&Ms are good. Those are good. That's a rare treat, though. It is a rare treat. A lot of uh, Halloween candy at the grocery store. They have a whole section at, at my local grocery store. It's everywhere. Up front, and it's like this whole like notched out section that they mm-hmm. put all their holiday stuff in. It's uh, Halloween candy galore. Yeah, I've Love been it. stocking up. Uh, this is prior to Halloween, by the way. We're recording this. It's not even October yet. <laughs> so when people are listening to this, they're like, no shit, asshole. Halloween's two weeks away. Yeah, it's two weeks away. But yeah, for us, it's just now coming out. Dan, do you like yeah. um, candy corn? Of course, yes. Me too. The thing about, can- the thing about candy corn, though, is it-, it can be too much really quick. Yes. Yeah, you got to eat that shit in moderation. Like if you get a yeah. whole bag and put it into like a, pour, pour it into like a fucking bowl or something, and you just and you start eat, eating you eat it. that whole bowl, you're not going to be feeling very good. Now, I like candy corn, but I also like the pumpkins. The pumpkins are delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I like this too. You know what candy like I candy don't corn. like? I think we've probably had this conversation before. Yeah, people that don't like candy corn, they're just idiots. We've I feel like we've had this conversation before though, but the candy that I hate, circus peanuts. Oh yeah, those are kind of gross. What are they? Marshmallows? Uh, yeah, I guess. But they're not they're not real fucking marshmallows. orange marshmallows. Ugh. In the shape of a fucking peanut? Why? <laughs> yeah, what were they why? thinking? Why? Why are we why are we pretending this is a fucking peanut, guys? Yeah. It's a fucking shitty marshmallow. Yeah, if I wanted circus peanuts, I'd just go to a circus and get peanuts. I just yeah, buy peanuts. Yeah, and pretend like I'm at a circus. <laughs> get a bag of peanuts and watch Dumbo. <laughs> Dumbo. By the way, Dumbo, shit movie. The o- the OG? Dumb. You don't like the pink elephants on parade? Ooh. That part's cool. Yeah. But that's like the only cool part. Okay. That movie's not that good. That movie's not that good. I haven't the seen character, it since I was a kid. The character of Dumbo, I think, is more nostalgic than the actual movie is good. Oh, okay. It's been a it's that, been a very long time. What are we what are you here to talk about? We're here to talk about Disney cartoons from back in the day. Hey, what do you think of Pinocchio? I like it. <laughs> the live action version? Uh, I haven't Hanks? seen it. I heard that movie sucked. <laughs> That's what I heard too. Our friend told us that. Yeah, I heard Mike. terrible. Didn't Mike say that it sucked? He said it sucked. You just got back from Yeah, Son of Monster Palooza, indeed. 
So next next week, let's do a let's do a recap of that. Sure. Next week. And then the following week we'll do our review. We got we'll plan this out, David. <laughs> we'll we'll like have, we'll actually a have thing. a plan. Yeah, in two weeks we'll do the Halloween kills or Halloween ends uh recap and then next week we'll and do some the, other movie to be determined. Yeah, to be determined. All right. This week we're gonna talk about scanners. Scanners was released in 1981 on my dad's 29th birthday. What? Happy birthday what to your dad. What day was that? <laughs> no. uh, January 14th, 1981. Yeah, my dad was 29 years old that day. That's crazy. Good for him. What was the number one movie? <laughs> I'm going to say it probably was not this movie. I'm going to go with a little uh, Mel Brooks movie called The History of the World Part 1. History of the World Part One. You're correct that it wasn't scanned. Oh fuck! I was like, I got it right, <laughs> but you're not correct. No, uh, this is a movie we've talked about before. Nine to five. Oh yeah, Dolly Parton. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And the number one song. I assume it's one, one that we've also talked about. It's yeah. it's not Tainted Love by a Soft Cell. <laughs> That's what I went with. No, it's uh, just like Starting Over by John Lennon. I'm sure I've heard it. The title doesn't ring a bell. It seems so long to wait for no time, dun, 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 so quickly. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. I'm not John Lennon. No, that, by the way, I didn't know if you knew that or not. He's, but he's I am dead. Not <laughs> he's dead and I'm alive. Uh, written by, directed by David Cronenberg with music by Howard Shore. Shore also did the music, which makes sense. Also Cronenberg, he did The Fly. Yeah. He did Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yep. Ed Wood, one of the few, I think the maybe the only uh, Tim Burton Danny, movie not scored none. by Danny Elfman. Yeah. That's right. We talked about that Man. not that long ago. Produced by Claude Herrell. The Canadian government was, back in this day, was giving money to people to make films. That's how Cronenberg got started, really. This movie was filmed in, in and around Toronto and uh, Montreal is where this movie was filmed. This movie stars Jennifer O'Neill as Kim, Stephen Lack as Cameron Vale, Patrick McGowan as Dr. Paul Ruth. They kept calling him Dr. Ruth. Dr. Yes, yes, that's funny too. Like a little old lady. Dr. Ruth. Talking about penis. Talking about sex and shit. Put your penis inside. Lawrence Dane as Braden Keller. We got, uh, where, where the fuck is he? Michael, Michael Ironside. Ironside. Yeah. As Revic. And there's other people. Michael Ironside. I always remember him from Top Gun. He plays Jester. See, and I always think of him as Richter from Total Recall. Oh, yeah. There you go. Runtime, 103 minutes. I didn't have a budget, but I do have a box office. So can you guess at all what you think this oh, guy made? That's hard because this is like a earned? very strange movie. I would very imagine strange. limited release. And it's a Canadian movie. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, I'll go like 15 million. 14.2 million. Oh shit, that was close. Good job. Hotbox. 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 VHS box. Yeah. You probably um, remember quite this familiar. One. Yeah. The title at the top says scanners, and then it's got a picture of Michael Ironside. It's a it's a drawing of him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Michael Ironside. Like having a fucking seizure <laughs> his like, eyes all fucking white and veins coming out of his arms he's like, that's all that's on the front back of the box this is what it reads a science fiction thriller which probes the potential powers of the human mind scanners concerns a group of 
beings with supernatural extrasensory skills, so strong that they can bend, twist, mutilate, and explode other human beings using only the powers of their minds. Revik is a scanner, and he wants to band together others like him and control the world. There's only one way to stop him. Find someone with equally powerful brainwaves to destroy Revik. Oh, shit. The special effects are sensational. The performances are vivid. Stephen Lack as the wasted artist and Jennifer O'Neill as a scanner whose gaze is as potent as it is inviting. It all adds up to a mind-shattering experience in more ways than one. Oh, fuck. I get it now. That doesn't sound... The Stephen Lack as an artist? (laughs) No, he wasn't the artist. Yeah. That was the other guy. Yeah. Stephen Lack was a bum. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a homeless guy. I read that this morning and I was like, maybe I miss, maybe no, I miss the artist was the, our, later in the movie. It's the guy who goes and visits. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who, yeah. Who dies? Ridiculous. See, we should be writing boxes, Brett. That's what we, we should, should be, be writing VHS boxes. Yes. <laughs> Rewriting. Get them. on that. Make Actually, it make sense. This, this wasn't the VHS copy. This was the Betamax copy that I pulled off the internet. So oh. there you go. Well, maybe, maybe the VHS got it inferior. right. <laughs> no. um, but I saw there was a Betamax one for sale and I, I was like, oh, I'm going to pull up that image and pull up. Uh, did you buy that. it? No, 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 no. <laughs> I used to have a Betamax VCR I know you did. For, many, for many years. I still had it and it still worked. And I ended up throwing it away. I should have kept it because I had old tapes for it too. Probably worth some money now. Yeah, it's probably not worth shit, but <laughs> it would have been cool just to have. Right. Like old technology. I feel like old. My son is really big on audio cassettes. So I think that's weird. I mean, that's cool, but I know a lot of kids, well, myself included, are into vinyl. Yeah. But cassette well, tapes. That's interesting. Cassette tapes are making a comeback. Why? They sound like shit. Well, I, I, that's what I say. <laughs> I, I like understand records why make people... sense because vinyl actually mm-hmm. sounds good superior audio yeah. cds sound good cd audio digital versions of the superior audio cassettes like lo-fi whatever lo-fi it's like that fucking filter on instagram <laughs> lo-fi <laughs> yes i think it's just kind of boys gotta have just a think it's cool yeah yeah he likes audio cassettes this cameron vale this stephen lack mm-hmm. well let's let's talk okay i got an idea for this episode because we were talking prior to this episode uh i was recording and we we're saying how the story is pretty simple we're doing our pregame ritual where we psych each other up <laughs> i can explain this story pretty easily yeah it's pretty straightforward we should we should do that and then let's talk about moments that we liked or moments that we didn't like or things that we liked and things that we didn't like okay, okay. basically this is fucking x-men yeah hey, good point Okay, what did you like? No, <laughs> no, it's fucking X Men because, like, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, there's like these people that have pa- powers, mutants. and there's people that are afraid of those people and want to control mm-hmm. them, and then there's like yep. rebels within that faction that want to use their power to have dominion over others. Like, yeah, you're right. And and Revik is like Magneto, and he wants yep. to get all the mutants together to overthrow and control the world because we're better than everybody else and the stephen lack character is He's fucking um, dr x or professor x i kinda. guess <laughs> a, a kind of character like that who's like no we're going to well actually the dr ruth is more of like the professor x except for he doesn't have any powers but <laughs> it, it's like uh 
I want to help people. Actually, your Professor X is probably more your Kim character. There you go. There you go. Yeah, because she gets everybody together. Yeah. And she forms the fucking X-Men. Yeah. And Stephen uh, Lack, the Cameron Vale guy, he's your fucking Wolverine. There you go. Good job. We've, we've, we've I done think it. We've figured it out. So that's what it is. As I was watching this movie, I was like, this is fucking X-Men. All fucking Cronenberg did was he read a comic book and was like, I'm going to make I'm gonna that make a fucking sci-fi movie. horror movie. We call it Scanners. <laughs> no one's going to stop me because it's Canadian and I'm going to take <laughs> Canadian government money. <laughs> no one's going to fuck with the government of Canada. And no one's going to fuck with Canada. Nope. And I'll get Michael Ironside in it. So that's the premise of this movie. Now, let's let's talk about like the most infamous scene. Yeah, and it comes real early in the movie. Which I found odd. because I, I did too. I thought it was going to be like kind of a climactic thing. Yeah, no. One of the first scenes in the movie is this guy's whose head blows up. Yeah. So how that happens is, is there's this company, uh, Consec. And Consec is, I don't know what they're doing. They're trying to work and figure out scanners and use scanner technology and use these people to advance. They're kind of bad people also. Yeah, it's not a good company. No. And they have the, they hired this scanner to work with them. And it's this this bald guy. I don't know what his name is. We'll just call him scanner. It's not going to matter for very long. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and a, he's going to give like a demonstration of basically what the scanner's abilities are as far as like reading people's minds and telepathy and all that shit. And he asked for a volunteer and nobody volunteers. And don't they bring like, in like, know. like uh, it's a bunch of scientists and stuff, right? Who all work for Consec. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a demonstration, but I think they're also yep. guests because there's obviously there's people that they don't know that are also in this group. I guess. Yeah. Cause here's Rebic. Yeah. And Michael Ironside's like, I'll do it. And he goes up there. Well, this fucker that works for Consec doesn't realize Michael Ironside's a scanner. Yeah. And he's like, and when you know, he goes, I'm going to scan you, but just be aware that when I do it, it you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable. It might hurt a yeah. little bit. Your nose might bleed. You know, there's some side effects that can happen. And he's like, yeah, whatever, man, do, do whatever you got to do. So this fucker starts scanning him while he starts flipping. He's out. like, oh, kind of fish flopping and. <laughs> He's not feeling and so Michael good. And Michael Ironside even also kind of starts. He's kind of, <laughs> well, no sooner does that happen when this fucker's head blows up. And when I say blows up, it blows up. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It's like, it is one of the best head explosions I've ever seen. It's ever. way cool. This rivals, this rivals fucking Mama Fratelli in Deadly Friend. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. There's another head explosion in a movie I saw not that long ago. Oh, uh, Dawn of the Dead. The head explosion at the beginning of Dawn of the Dead. Oh, and the guy kicks the door open? Yep. Is that the one? They blow his head off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. Uh, That was a good one, but this one I think is the best. It's definitely the most iconic. I mean, it's one of those like anybody who hasn't... People who haven't even seen this movie know about the head explosion. Yeah, I knew this scene. That's part of the reason why I wanted to watch this movie. Yeah, me too. When he picked it, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch the head explode. In context... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i've seen it but i don't know why it happens so that happens that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie yeah let's talk about this fucking Stephen lack because i'm gonna talk about the back of this box where it's like the performances okay. are vivid yeah Por- the performances are vi- Stephen lack is the worst fucking actor in the world dude yes and he like for me he almost ruins the movie because like most of the other performances are pretty good and he sticks jennifer out like a O'Neil, sore thumb like Gen- every jennifer line he O'Neil says does good 
Yeah, every line he says is like this. Oh, yeah. Dr. Ruth is my friend. Blah, blah, blah. Kim, we need to save them. We have to save these people. No, <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, it's it's bad. Dude, Iron Ironside is good. Ironside's great. Villain. Uh, the Jennifer O'Neill, she's fucking good. Fucking Dr. Ruth is good. Dr. Ruth is good. The, Everybody's the, fucking The other good. guy who works for Consec that's really a bad guy, he does yeah. fine. Yeah. Stephen Lack, awful. Yeah. Yeesh. Awful. Fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, I agree. He's the definitely the weakest point of the movie. We could talk about Revic real quick. We can talk about how it. fucked up uh, he is. He is. And like he, we find out in the movie that he was like in a psych ward back in like, I think it was like 67 or something like that when he was a younger yeah. guy because he had these powers. And we find out that the scanners often hear voices in their own heads and they hear the thoughts of other people. So it can be like super distracting and overwhelming. So he took yeah. a drill and drilled into his own skull to like try to make Ugh. the voices stop. So he's got yeah, like so a little, like a scar, scar. Or, or does he cover it with makeup? I think it was just like a scar, right? Of like a scar, where yeah. the hole was. I think the makeup was just the shitty makeup job. Yeah. And it's funny. Cause like when we first see Revic in the movie, I was like, what the fuck's on his head? And then later <laughs> in the movie, they explain what it is. And I was like, oh, okay, it. no, it's good. It's good. Um, so Vale, who is the Stephen Lack character, he he's a scanner too. And there's only like 250 of these things. 237. Yeah, yeah, there's not very many in the whole and world. He gets found out, if you will, by this Dr. Ruth. And Dr. Ruth is like, uh, look, you have these powers. I can help you kind of manage Control it. I them. can give you this. I can give you this drug. Yeah, ephemeral. And how he finds him too is uh, the very beginning of the movie. Uh, vale is like at a mall, uh, yeah. at the fucking uh, food court, food court. Eating, mowing down a hot dog, and some <laughs> like two women are fucking being catty and like talking shit about him. Like, oh, yeah. these homeless people are disgusting. It's so gross. Oh, I think he's looking at me. Oh, yeah, he probably wants to bang me. <laughs> and he's like, you dumb crazy lady. I don't even think he intends to do it. He's just so angry that it manifests into like giving her a seizure. And then he goes about his business, but he gets caught by Dr. Ruth's henchmen. They inject him with some shit and kind of knock him out. When he wakes up, he's like, what the fuck did you do? What did you do to me? Yeah, what's happening? Why am I tied to a bed? Because we're going to bang you. Okay. <laughs> okay. That sounds good, I guess. I'm open to trying new things. Sexually. I mean, I am homeless. This is... At least a warm place At least to sleep a warm in bed. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but Dr. Ruth says, look, you have these powers, you have these abilities, I can help control them, and I need your help, though. Yeah, this is bad guy. Really gone. There's this bad guy who also has these powers, and he's trying to kill everybody who's like him that won't help him. Yeah, so you either band with him um, and become part of like his army who wants to take over the world, basically, or... Uh, he'll kill you. And or he has a list. You can work with us and like, we need somebody who can infiltrate that group and find out what yeah. he's up to and stop him. Yep. Okay. I'll so do it. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds good. Awesome. Yeah. He goes to try to find Revic and I don't know, like they give him a couple of names and leads of people. I, I, I don't even really know how this all happens, but he goes to this art exhibit. Yeah. Cause he's looking for a particular artist who's, um, art, uh, a scanner was a scanner, but this is also a person that's managed, like learned how to manage uh, all of the side effects of being a scanner and is leading a pretty normal life. Yep. 
So he goes to this art exhibit and then he meets, that's where he meets Kim for the first time. And she actually scans his ass. Yeah. He doesn't even talk to her. She's just kind of chilling like at the other end of the gallery or whatever, but he gets a nosebleed. So like when that happens, Mm -hmm. it's like we as the audience, we know, okay, someone in this room is a scanner. Yep. Probably this top build person in the movie who we haven't (laughs) seen yet. I'm going to guess it's her. Goes to visit the artist and he talks to this guy and that guy's like, oh, you're full of shit. I don't like you, blah, 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 blah. Well, then Revic's crew of uh, misfits comes in with guns and just starts mowing shotgun his ass. Yeah, but you know what? They're really bad shots. They are. Yeah, with a shotgun, (laughs) you don't have to be super precise. No. (laughs) And they're not. No. Uh, But they end up do killing the artist. They miss him a lot, though. You're right. Like, I was like, what's this guy going to get shot? (laughs) He finally does. Like, okay. But they they don't kill Vale. Yeah, he gets away. Vale gets away. And then Vale finds that Kim lady and her group of anti-misfits, right? Other scanners. And they're all going to... I don't know. They're all like in a hypnotic state. It was almost like a seance or something. They're all kind of sitting in a circle. Like They're having like group sex. Yeah, they're like a fucking mind. mind meld. Yeah. Yeah, fucking orgy. Yeah, they're having a fucking ESP orgy. Fucking orgy. Yeah, big old ESP sex party. <laughs> and uh, the uh, <laughs> like telepathically sending dick pics to each other. Like, oh, please stop. That's unsolicited. I don't want that. Uh, Revic and his crew come in and they start killing everybody again. They kill two of them like right off the bat while like they're still in a trance. And then the the others all wake up like, oh, fuck, we got to get out of here. And then they start mind fighting. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is uh, that where Peter's like, and like throws like people like in shit? Yeah. So I guess they can also get into people's minds, but they also have the ability to move shit. And they're also fire starters. Yeah. Well, I think some of them have more. Some of them are more powerful than others. And we learned that Cameron is definitely one of the more powerful ones. Yeah. Cameron Vale. He goes and follows Revic to this company. What's it called? Bio Biocarbon uh, Amalgamate Bio- or something? Yeah, Biocarbon Amalgamate. And, and, and he goes and follows him to there, and then he tells Dr. Ruth, he's like, Dr. Ruth, do you know about this company? And Dr. Ruth is like, yes, that is a company that I started. I yeah, sold to Sec. He's like, well... Did you know that Revic works there and possibly owns it or is like an executive? No, I did not know that. Well, that is amazing. Well, he is, I think. Shit. Wow. Oh, you have ability to emote. Fuck my ass. That's some crazy shit. How does Ruth kill him? Does he just kill himself? Oh, no. Ruth gets killed. Uh, the, uh, the one dude, uh, Brady Keller, right? Doesn't he kill him? Yeah, that's the evil CEO who's yeah, that's like secretly working with Revic. Yep. But before Ruth gets killed, he tells Vale, he's like, "Look, you can get into the computer because the oh yeah, because that's why that's why Vale goes to him to tell him about it. He's like, I tried to access their computer there, and it says that it has to be accessed on uh, Consex's site for some reason. And he's like, you can mind meld with it. Yeah. Because it has a nervous system. Well, this is how much they knew just about like you. <laughs> yeah, and so he's like, uh, you can just like fucking dial up into there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, someone's on the phone. Sorry, I can't connect right now. Mom, I got the phone. I'm trying to get on the internet. <laughs> but did, didn't you have to dial like star eight six to make sure call waiting didn't come through? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. 
there was something you would dial. I think it was like star eight, six, and then the number in order for it. So call waiting would be turned off while you were on because if call waiting was still on and another call came through while you were online back in the day, it fuck you up, knocked you off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that. So all they had to do was fucking America online it <laughs> through a fucking phone booth. And that's what he does. So, so Ruth gets killed, veils out at a phone booth and he dials, dials up. And he starts fucking <laughs> jizzing. And um, <laughs> he ejaculates as he uh, accesses their computer. And then that CEO is like in the main computer room, which is the main computer room from every fucking movie you've ever seen from 1980. Yeah, it's got it's the like, big like got, reels and everything. <laughs> yeah, the big magnetic tape reels yeah. that are just spinning. And then the lights that just boop, boop, beep, boop. And you got guys in white coats that are like, oh. And they're all typing away. Beep, like, beep, oh, beep, let's beep, see. <laughs> Well, if I just uh, if I just access the mainframe from the yeah, because he's on the other I side, can... he's like, kill it, shut it off. Like he's he's in our system. He's trying to figure shit out. Like, and the guy's like, well, yeah. we have a self destruct program. He's like, do it, fucking do yeah, it. So he's so he thinks that if he self destructs it, that will kill Vale. Well, he hits the self destruct, and Vale kind of goes into overdrive, and he like pushes it back on them, and then their computers like all start blowing up, and this fucking guy gets the scientist blows up too. Yeah. Yeah. The scientist blows up, but the CEO, the, like the big bad guy besides Revic, he's the big bad. Yeah. He gets killed, but it's like off screen. Yeah. We don't, we see him kind of blow up and fly away, but I thought the same thing. I was like, is he dead? Cause it wasn't much of a death for like the, the big villain of the movie. Well, the second biggest villain, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the same yeah. thing. I was like, oh, that's weird. Cause then later on we find out like, oh, he died when the, with the computer explosion. I was like, oh, he did. Okay. And usually, usually the second big bad guy in a movie is the one whose death you see more because i don't know for, about you but i've noticed that in movies when there's like the antagonist mm -hmm. and then there's the like the henchman of the antagonist you always hate the henchman more than you hate the antagonist yeah the henchman usually gets a pretty glorious death and then you always get the most glorious death yeah. this guy was that guy and his death was like meh he died yeah, he's, he's dead he died now. in his sleep <laughs> he had a heart attack it was the damnedest thing <laughs> <laughs> hey, he died in his sleep <laughs> so he kills all those people and then he's and he gets to, the information like out of the computer but at this point we don't know exactly what he knows because it kind of jumps forward a little bit yeah and he goes to some doctor i thought this was weird too because it seemed almost like it was like a family practitioner kind of place it just looked like a regular doctor's <laughs> office not like a big hospital it was someone's house <laughs> yeah yeah it looked like a house converted it into a doctor's office and there was a pregnant woman waiting there and the pregnant woman was about seven eight months pregnant definitely showing and uh kim sits down in the lobby next to her and uh all of a sudden she starts getting scanned yeah her nose she's is bleeding around. she's like uh what the fuck someone's scanning me it's the fucking baby inside, inside the of the woman so what we come to find out is that the doctor has been giving prescribing these drugs to his pregnant wives to create more scanners the drugs are coming from this biocarbonate of amalgamate fuck a place yeah revic is basically supplying like these drugs because they're trying to he's trying to create more scanners for his and the his army and then ultimately we find out that revic and vale are brothers and their what? dad was fucking dr, dr. Ruth, Ruth westheimer what he's their dad <laughs> and and he basically revic basically tells vale like dad had you on ice essentially and you were you were basically just reactivated because he was like, tell me about yeah. your, some of your memories from your childhood. And he's like, I don't have, I don't have any. Yep. It was kind of Blade Runner-y, I think, uh, a little bit. Yeah. 
a little bit. Dr. Ruth created this drug for uh, pregnant women. And yeah. the side effect was that they would have ESP. And he, because wasn't he, it designed to like help with like morning sickness? Well, so that's what I thought too. I was like, did, did he get this idea from like the little mind? Do you know the yeah, little yeah, yeah. I think it was something like that that he was creating. It was a the, real drug and it had it had a side effect and the side effect was that people were born with like fucking flippers, right? Instead <laughs> of arms. Well, <laughs> this side effect is your kids are born with ESP. I'd rather have ESP than flipper arms, but Most that's definitely. just me. <laughs> yeah, teach their own. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you want to swim. I don't know. Um So Revix like dad created this and he gave it to our mom who had us and that's why we're the most powerful ones because we were the first two created which i didn't understand that either but anyway they're the most powerful ones Vale's listening to all this and he emotes about as good as a fucking rock does <laughs> and then him and uh revic start fighting this mind, mind, mind fighting, fighting. <laughs> which is the best because all you have to do is look at each other and it's like <laughs> i'm thinking i'm really thinking about hurting you but I will say this. The fucking effects here are fucking nasty. It's really cool. And this is very much like the cover art of the, the VHS because this is where like Revik's eyes kind of roll back and his, like, his eyes are white and we see like veins, veins pulsating and both and they of just, them. Like, it's gross. They, yeah, both of them have this happen. They Their veins just kind of just pop out and they're all shaking and shit. It's very Cronenberg as far as like the body horror element. Oh, Revik is like, I'm going to take your mind. And I'm going to be even more powerful because I'm going to have your mind inside of me now. Yeah, and he's like, no. So apparently that's what scanners can do. Dude, that's what uh, Vale should have been like. The hell you are. Nuh-uh. <laughs> I'm not going to allow that. <laughs> so Revic start and him fight. And then Vale catches on fire. Yeah, and his fucking eyeballs pop out of his head. Oh, they like, they like yeah, they burst. Yeah, they go. <laughs> and they go flying. Um, and then he's dead. Yeah. And Kim wakes up and she finds, uh, Vale's fucking charred corpse laying yep. there. It's like, Oh, gross. And underneath a blanket is Revic and she takes the blanket off and it's fucking Vale's voice. And he's like, Kim, it's me. We won. We won. We've won, Kim. We've won. So Vale's like mind went into michael ironside's body yeah to revic's body but he's running the show he's Vale yeah. now in a yeah. fucking richter body vicky Vale. vicky Vale. <laughs> he's jester now <laughs> um i want to fly so, airplanes now <laughs> so uh they're making a tv show out of this for hbo i just heard about this like just in the last couple of days because i told you no i heard i heard on my own i saw it on twitter I sent it to you. I don't think you did. I have the text message. To <laughs> it. All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. We we both heard about it. Even recently. if you texted, I probably already knew. I don't I, tell me that. I <laughs> was the first to inform you. No, yes. I was probably like, oh, thank you so much for that very valuable information <laughs> that is brand new to me. <laughs> we both. Please tell me say, more. Let's just say it was released recently that that they were doing that. Yeah, just this week, Through just HBO. this last week, we heard. Yeah, when we're we recording, this is new new news. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know when it's coming out. We we looked it up, but we couldn't find an exact date. But they're recording it right now. I I'm recording it. They're, they're recording. They're filming it. They're filming. It. <laughs> I guess they call it filming. Maybe it's a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's just it's just that fucking guy. Hey, this is Vale. Do you like listening to podcasts? 
Do you like horror movies? We rate our movies on a scale of one to five. <laughs> Pamela Voorhees. Veins. <laughs> Scanners came out in 1981. <laughs> it was actually released on Brett's father's 29th birthday. <laughs> Nine to five was a popular film at the time. <laughs> John Lennon was still alive, releasing hits. Uh, Actually, he was dead, wasn't he? Oh, oh yeah, this was was like right after he died. Wait, I think it was. No, no, no. January was right before he died. No, he died in eighty. No, he he died in December. Died in eighty. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, I misspoke. John Lennon recently died. Posthumously, that's a good word. Posthumously, he had had a hit song. Let's listen to it right now. Uh, oh, I am interested in the show, there. though. Um, I am too. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. They made two sequels uh, to the movie. There's Scanners. Were any of the uh, original three. cast members in the sequels? You know what? I will look that up as you start talking about your thoughts on the movie. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, you captured my biggest problem with this movie is the lead actor. Unfortunately, um, the acting uh, for the Cameron Vale character is just very wooden. Uh, he's not interesting. He's not likable. He's boring. I uh, just, eh. But I really liked everybody else. Like, I thought Michael Ironside was really good. Um, I thought uh, Jennifer O'Neill as Kim was good. Uh, I liked the secondary characters. I liked the I, the story was very simple. To your point, it's very X-Men. Um, but I thought the story was interesting. And even though not a whole lot happens, I wasn't bored at any point watching the movie. Like, uh, there's a lot of good action scenes. There's some chase scenes. Like, there's a scene that we didn't talk about, like, where they're, like, driving in a van and there's, like, a shootout. And then they crash, like, into a record store. The visual effects for 1981 are also really, really good. Um, I, I, I can't remember what you said the budget was for this, or maybe you didn't have it. Uh, I, I can't I imagine the budget, the budget being much. And I think they mm-hmm. did a great job. Everything looks really good and is convincing. Mm-hmm. I actually liked this a lot more than I thought I would. So despite the the some of the acting concerns that I had, I'm still going to give this a three. Uh, oh, wow. I actually, I actually liked this movie, and I would recommend it. There are elements of it that I like. Like I like the special effects. I do like Michael Ironside's character. I like the idea, the story behind it, even though he just ripped off X Men. Yeah, I like that whole thing. But it's still not a great movie. I Unlike you, there were parts that I was bored. I was like, come on, let's just get to the <laughs> fucking point already. Um, although, I will say, when that dude's head blew up right away, I was like, oh, shit. Now, if I would have seen that movie, if I would have seen this movie back in 1981, I would have been, like, really amazed by that special effect, yeah. by the way. I'm still I wish there had been more of that. That would have been cool. That's what I'm saying. Like, to have that, like, you, they blew, almost literally blew their load right away. <laughs> yeah, in the first five minutes. And then it's like, we don't get any of that. We don't see cool deaths after that. I want to see some more head exploding. I want to see some fucking shit. More of the telekinetic then, stuff. Yeah. Except for these light people on fire. They make them point guns at themselves. Like that's cool. Oh, that was cool. In the opening scene where, um, uh, yeah, he's like Revic ex- escapes. Yeah. Yeah. He gets so, a guy to shoot himself. I think it's the yeah. other guy to crash his own car. Yeah. So, uh, that being said, I mean, yes, I probably would say go see this movie. That's why I'm giving it a two. Okay. It's a two and a half. So two and a half overall, probably still too high. Eh. No, I actually enjoyed it. 
There were two sequels to Scanners. Scanners 2, The New Order in 1991. Scanners 3, The Takeover in 1992. And then there were two spinoffs. Scanner Cop. Scanner Cop. (laughs) And then then Scanner Cop 2, or otherwise known as Scanners, The Showdown in 1995. (laughs) Scanner Cop. That's the best thing to come up with. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. He's a scanner. He's a cop. Scanner cop. Scanner cop. When did you say part two came out? 1991. Wow. They took their sweet ass time. They did. And uh, none of the original characters are in it. But that's fine. It's (laughs) um, they were probably all like made directly to video type. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Scanner Cop was definitely a direct <laughs> video type thing. Well, and they all came out like 91, 92, 94, 95. So yeah. they took 1993 off to develop the plot for Scanner Cop. And then they were like, let's go with this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say the so, quality is probably not the best. No, no. But I, I'm interested to see what the HBO um, take on it is because I feel like you could do a lot with it. And it's HBO, so you're going to have a budget. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. And let's and be think, honest. Everything HBO, as far as I'm concerned, HBO's shows are all great. Did you see um, Lovecraft Country? I did. And I know it got canceled, which is kind of a bummer. And probably got canceled because yeah. of people like me that started watching it and enjoyed it, but just stopped. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I, I That's when I need to go back. Um, but the episodes I did see, I, I liked. Me too. And same. Like... <laughs> I just stopped watching it yeah. after a while. Um, but the um, the people that created that, I think, are doing this. I think you're right. It sounds good. Or correct. the filmmakers behind it mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't know. I don't know, David. But I'll check it out for sure. Scanners, overrated. See, I don't know. I was expecting that to be good. I guess it kind of met my expectations. I wasn't blown away, but I also wasn't expecting this to be like a phenomenal movie or anything. Spoiler alert. We will not be ever reviewing scanners two or scanners three. I'm good with or that. Scanner, no, scanner cup. cup? <laughs> scanner cup two. <laughs> we will review scanner cup two. Absolutely. He's back. <laughs> Scanning shit. If you have any ideas for movies that you'd like for us to review, we'd love to hear them because we're always looking for ideas. Because I tell you what, sometimes the hardest thing about this podcast is coming up with the movies that sometimes. we need to watch. We got a lot of movies, but it's like, also, am I in the mood to watch this particular movie now? That's true. Sometimes there was someone recently who said, hey, can you do this? And I was like, you bet your sweet bippy we will because <laughs> bet we've never done ass. it. And uh, it's one less thing I got to think about now. I just <laughs> got to watch it. We take requests. We do take requests. So you can reach out to us. How can they reach out to us, David? Uh, on Twitter, Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube. Just search The Swear Wolves. On Instagram, search for us as The Swear Wolves Podcast. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com, and comment there. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623 623- 282-1851. Maybe we'll play your voicemail if you leave this one. So for the swear wolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm also Brett. And we've won, Brett. <laughs> we've won.
You can email us at swearwolvespodcast. No, you can't. 